Welcome, everyone, to a very special edition of Dining on a Dime. Here's what you're going to hear today. We are going to give you 80, that's right, 80 facts that will help you save in your everyday life. Uh, this is non-food related. Our show is all about uh, budgeting and teaching you how to save money in your in your food budgets. But today we said, look, let's give a show about how to save money in my everyday life. Uh, this is for our listeners around the country, Oklahoma, wherever you live. If you live in the world, anywhere in the world, you can use these tips. Uh, so that's what you're going to hear today. I'm just going to keep rambling on, uh, and we'll save all the promos till the end of the show. So this is 80 tips on how you can save money in your everyday life. All right, tip number one, you must have an emergency fund. Uh, there are so many people that go into bankruptcy uh, due to the fact that they do not have an emergency fund set up. Uh, one of the better tips that I've learned is that you should take your tax return every year or take any windfall that you get and establish an emergency fund. There's a lot of people that go into heavy debt. Uh, because they do not have an emergency fund established. Also, you must live on a budget. Uh, if you guys want to have uh, have extra resources, extra funds, establish a budget for your everyday life. Uh, put certain amount of money for food, certain amount of money for entertainment, and living on a budget will actually help you live a lot better. Uh, you can also budget your money with cash in envelopes. So say you have $100 for groceries, that's your budget. Say you have uh, $300 for whatever, rent or whatever, put that in cash and put it in a separate envelope. And that way you'll, you'll uh, guarantee that you never go over budget. So if you budget your money, entertainment, food, necessities, etc., and you put it in cash, and you put it in separate envelopes, it helps you know if you went over budget. Take full advantage of your employer match to your 401k. So if your employer matches a certain percent of your 401k, take advantage of it and put that percent in your 401k. Always save for a purpose. Uh, if people save for a purpose, I'll give you an example. If you're saving for college tuition or if you're saving for a vacation, it's actually easier uh, to save money uh, when you have a purpose. So it's, it, it actually helps you stick to saving if you have a purpose such as college or vacation. Save automatically. Uh, do automatic savings, such as having your employer put money into a retirement account. That way, you don't have to do it yourself. It automatically comes out of your paycheck, and you have savings. Uh, start with small savings, such as $20 a month. If you start saving small, it'll actually help you if you have a small goal, say $20. $20 is a nice number. Say, look, every month in my bank account, I'm going to have 
$20 left over, no matter what. Keep that $20 goal, and then that $20 goal can be a $50, uh, $40 goal, $60, etc. It's uh, just start small, accomplish your small savings goals, and then you can increase that. Uh, very important, if you're listening, we have a lot of young listeners. If you're listening to this, start saving for retirement as soon as possible. So if you're just entering the workforce and your employer offers you a retirement account, uh, the earlier you save for retirement, the more money you're going to have. A lot of people don't save for retirement till they're 20 years away from retirement, and that is not going to give you a uh, a comfortable retirement. Save for retirement as early as possible. If you're a parent and your and your son or daughter is entering the workforce at 17, I would encourage them uh, to start setting up some kind of retirement savings. Uh, the economy, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You could have, you know, the price of a can of soda could go from a dollar to ten dollars. You don't know, so you need to have as much money as you can for retirement. Uh, also, I just said that uh, when you are saving money, try to save with your windfalls or your tax return. Uh, that's the easiest way to put money away. Even open a separate bank account. There's a lot of free checking accounts that you can get. Uh, you know, just put away your income tax return or any windfall that you get and make a separate account at your bank just for those types of things, and that'll help you save. I have an account that I don't even look at, and it has money in there that I've never even looked at. And, that you know, it's separate from my everyday spending account. And believe it or not, that actually helps you save because you don't even look at the account. And all, a lot of banks have free checking, so you could easily do that. Uh, here's a great tip, <clears throat> and this applies to me personally. Start putting your change into a cup or a sock. I cannot tell you how much money I have laying around in change. It is actually mind-blowing. And a lot of people don't look at that, and they don't notice it. But at the end of the week, one day I start saving it, and I found out I had $35 in change. And that was something I never thought of uh, to look at. And uh, at the end of the week, I had like $35 in change because my change either falls on the floor, goes down the couch cushion, or whatever. So I just start getting a sock you can get a cup or whatever and just start putting your change in the cup. You would be very surprised uh, how much money you get in change that's just laying around. Also, uh, wait 24 hours. Say you're about to spend big money. Give yourself 24 hours to think it through. Uh, you know, uh, say it's an iPad. It's $550. At that moment, that might seem like a great idea. But if you're going to spend, you know, 300 or above, I would always give yourself 24 hours because a lot of times 
you'll realize that you really, really don't need the product you're looking at. So if you're going to save anything above a certain amount of money, just say to yourself, wait, let me give myself 24 hours, and we'll see how I feel tomorrow. I have a personal friend of mine that bought the $550 iPad or the $500 iPad, and all they do now is complain uh, because they don't have any use for it, and it's just sitting there in a box. So always give yourself 24 hours before making a big purchase. If you do splurge, uh, say you found a vacation in Las Vegas for $350, plus you spend $250 in Vegas, or whatever. I'm just giving an example. If you do splurge, try to save that exact amount of money to get your money back. So I'm not going to name anything specific, but say you splurge on a $500 item. Try to save $500 to make up for that money you splurged on. So make $500 your goal uh, to save if you do do a uh, splurge. And also, uh, think about your money in terms of your hourly wage. I'm going to give a simple example. If you want to buy something for $100 and you make $20 an hour, in your mindset, think about it as, hey, wait a second, I need to work five hours of my eight-hour shift just to get that money back. And if you think of things in that those terms, it will actually help you uh, with your budgeting. And it'll help you make a lot of smarter decisions in regards to money. Uh, So I always uh, connect my hourly wage with my spending. So if I'm going to spend $100 and I make $20 an hour, I'm thinking, wait a second, got to work five hours to get that money back. Uh, Also, if you are on a store email list, just unsubscribe, and that'll help you save money. A lot of those emails give you very tempting, it's very tempting uh, offers, and a lot of people click on and they buy the items. So if you're on a Staples email list, Walmart or whatever, and you're on a budget, uh, try to uh, try to unsubscribe, and that way you're not tempted to... Uh, to buy stuff uh, from those emails. All right, here's an interesting thing, and I think I want everyone to pay attention. If you're listening to this as you're cleaning or as you're driving, uh, just take a moment to pause before I tell you this. Uh, This is very important. Go to Google and Google IDA programs. And what those programs are, they're for low-income people uh it's a program that will match your savings if you're on a low income which a lot of our listeners are that's why they're listening to dining on a dime uh google ida programs and that is a program for low income people and it can have your savings matched so your savings if you're on a low income can be matched uh, just google ida programs 
Always try to pay your credit cards in full each month. Uh, credit card debt is one of the top debts that people have. If you pay it in full, it will not only help your credit score, but it will help you uh, eliminate a lot of your credit card debt. So try to pay your credit cards in full. Try not to spend anything on credit cards that you can't afford. I had a friend of mine many, many years ago when we were young. Uh, he was one of the first people with a credit card. He ended up buying playoff tickets uh, to sporting events for him and his friends. And he blew up the credit card. And as an adult, he was hurting for it. Uh, so pay your credit cards in full each month. Don't spend anything on a credit card that you can't afford because, believe it or not, I've seen real-life experiences uh, with people that were hurting because they thought a credit card was not real money, and they just ended up using it carelessly. Um, if you do have credit card debt and you have like a $10,000 uh, debt on your credit card, try to take it in small increments. Try to make it a goal to pay off a thousand of that ten thousand, and just take a thousand at a time. You'll accomplish your goals much easier if you start small. I uh, oh, here's a good tip too. Try to only use the ATM associated with your bank. I'll give you an example. We have a corner deli in my neighborhood. I went to the corner deli. I withdrew $40, which I didn't think was a big deal, and I ended up getting charged between my bank and the ATM fees. <clears throat> I ended up getting charged $7 for that transaction. So if you think about it, do you have $7 that you can basically throw out the window? Uh, most people don't. Uh, so when you go use an ATM, make sure the ATM is associated with your bank. And like I said, this is a real-life experience for me. I went to the corner deli. I withdrew $40, and they charged me $7 between my bank fees and the ATM at the deli. Uh, take advantage of the free credit report that you get each year. By law, you get a free credit report every single year. Try to take advantage of that. A lot of people don't, and you will help yourself by examining your credit report every single year. So just look at your credit report, see if there's any mistakes. I was stunned to find out the high percentage, and you can Google this, but there is a very, very high percentage of mistakes on people's credit reports. So take advantage of the free report that you buy law get every year. Examine that report, and uh, you can dispute a lot of that report. There was several, several news programs that covered uh, how many mistakes that your credit report has each year. Uh, so I would definitely get that free credit report each year. Another good thing is try to pay your bills with auto pay. I know my cell phone company allows me to pay it, and it comes right out of my uh, account. Uh, I would sign up for those because that way you guarantee that you uh, pay your bills. So cell phones is a perfect example. 
most cell phone companies have a program where you can automatically have your payments come out of your account. Uh, this will help you not uh, you have your phone turned off because you couldn't pay them. Automatic bill pay is probably the best way to go because it guarantees you that you will always have your bills paid. Once again, this is a very special edition of Dining on a Dime. I'm doing it from home on my home uh, audio recording equipment. This entire show is going to give you tips on how to save in your everyday life. If you go to wildfirepodcastswithans.com, we have an entire hour show on how to save money at the supermarket. We have an entire hour show on how to save money at restaurants. So we said, wait a second, how else can we cover the budget area? And we decided to do an entire hour, which is now, on how to save money in your everyday life. Uh, so we just went through our first 20 tips. Uh, we have 80 tips total. Uh, so let's keep moving. I promised you guys when I do the shows from home, you're not going to hear any promos until the last few minutes of the show. So I'll announce when the show is over and you guys can determine whether you want to hear where to find our shows or not. Uh also, our next tip, get free debt counseling. If you guys try hard enough, you're going to find out that there are plenty of places where you can get debt counseling for free. So I want to make that very clear. If you Google and you search enough, you can get debt counseling for free. Uh, you just got to look for it. Uh, also, the library is a fantastic resource to get uh, free entertainment. Uh, the library has tons of resources uh, where you can get free entertainment. Uh, you get books, but they also do other things, CD, uh, DVDs, etc. Utilize your local library. A lot of people don't do that. Uh, I was stunned. I did a book tour at the library. I was absolutely stunned on how much stuff the library offers. I'll give you an example. A couple of our local libraries do yoga. They do yoga classes. They do uh, meditation classes. You just got to look for it. If you're a business person, uh, keep in mind that the library, as long as it makes sense, uh, you can get a room in the library for free uh, to host an event. So a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, the library, it's totally free to get a room and host an event or host anything you want to host. Uh, you just have to, it has to make sense and it has to be approved by the librarian. Uh, but the library is a great resource to get free entertainment. The library is also a great resource uh, to host events, uh, because if you get approved by the librarian, those events are f totally free. You don't have to pay for the room. They'll give you the room. In fact, not only did I get the rooms for my book tour, but they gave me chairs. I had a guy set it up for me as if I paid, and it was totally free. Uh, look on Facebook. 
and look for free local events. Uh, there's a lot of events that you can attend for free. There's no reason to pay for entertainment when they're every city. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this all across the country or the world. There's plenty of, of events that you can do for absolutely free. Uh, there's no reason to pay money to attend an event or, or an entertainment. All you got to do is go to Facebook. Eventbrite is big in Philadelphia. Uh, check their page, and they list all kinds of events that are mostly free. If you enjoy going to festivals, why don't you volunteer and work at a festival? Nice idea. Save some money. Uh, I did security for the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, it was a, uh, it was, you know, it was a slight inconvenience because I was working full time. But I'll tell you what, I got to see every game, and I got to see every game in the box seats. So why not? You know, do stuff like that. But you can volunteer at a lot of these festivals for absolutely free, and that'll help you attend a festival without money. Always put a limit on your gift giving for your family. Uh, there is no reason for anyone to spend more than 15 or $20 on a family member. If you guys, you know, Christmas or whatever, Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate, uh, just make it a rule. Say, hey, look, we're not going to spend more than 15 bucks a person. Uh, a lot of times people will lavishly spend money on their family members at holiday time. Just say, hey, look, let's all make it a deal that we only spend X amount of dollars. And that will help you save money on the holidays. Or even birthdays. Say, hey, look, I'm not going to spend more than X amount of dollars on your birthday. That's all our family is going to spend on each other. Give yourself lots of times to shop for gifts. If you guys go to wildfirepodcastwithans.com, you'll learn that uh, our supermarket show where I gave you tips on how to save at the supermarket, there's a very high percentage of people that spend extra money that they don't need to on uh, items because they don't they're impulse buying impulse buying has people spending a ton of money so if you're going shopping for gifts food whatever give yourself a lot of time to do it because if you're in a rush you usually will buy stuff that you really don't need here's a great tip and i love this tip there is no reason to spend $500 on a child, okay? What you do is if you're having a birthday party for your child, and those birthdays do get a lot of money. A lot of people put a gift card or they'll put cash in an envelope for the child. Why not send out the birthday invites and ask for a college fund donation instead of a gift? Uh, if your kid is five years old or under he's not going to remember that Susie gave him two hundred dollars just say hey look in lieu of presents can we please have you donate to a college fund that'll help the child much more than a three hundred dollar toy so when you're giving out birthday invites to a child for a child's birthday party you know say hey look in lieu of gifts 
that this kid is not going to know that you gave them, how about you donate to his college fund? And that will benefit the child much, much more than uh, any, you know, gift that he's not going to remember. Uh, he'll remember that college education. He will not remember the gift you gave him or, or her. Another way to save money, I know a lot of people that for some reason uh, like to clothes shop all the time. They like to go out and buy clothes all the time. Why not get together with your neighborhood and say, hey, guys, let's do a clothes swap and try to get new clothes that way instead of spending money on clothes. Say, hey, look, I just bought this shirt. I don't usually wear it. Do you have a shirt we can swap? And then swap it out. It sounds bizarre, but that people do that. Here is a fantastic tip, and I'm not going to keep saying, someone said I was so annoying at one of our shows because I kept saying, that's a fantastic tip. That's a great tip. But this is a good tip. Take one day of your week and make it a totally no-spend money day. I'm going to say it again because this is a great tip. And if you're driving, listening to this, or if you're cleaning, uh, this tip is a great tip. Take one day of your week and say, hey, look, on that day, I'm not going to spend $1. You will be shocked to see how much money you have at the end of the week. So uh, you have a seven-day week. Just say, hey, look, I'm not going to spend $1 every Wednesday. And make every Wednesday your day where you don't spend a dollar. And you will be shocked how much money you have at the end of the month. A lot of people mindlessly spend money at the local uh, at the local convenience store on coffee. And sometimes my coffee bill every day is over four dollars, which is a lot if you calculate that into a fifty-two week year. Simply say to yourself, "Hey, every Wednesday, I'm not going to spend one dollar." I'm going to use that Wednesday to spend nothing. And at the end of the month, you're going to be shocked how much money you have. That day that you go for coffee, stay home and make your own coffee. Uh, so that is a great tip. Brown bag your lunch. And I'll tell you what, I can give you a real-life example of this. I was working somewhere, and it was routine for the staff to order out lunch, it was almost every day at quarter to 12. They would come up to me, Kevin, what are you going to get? We're going to go to Rick's Pizza. I would put an order in, and it was averaging 11 to 13 bucks a day. Get out of that habit and make your own lunch. Uh, we have a supermarket show on our platform. Uh, we taught you that you can go. There's places called dollar stores or, you know, whatever. It's, they're all over the country. Just go there and buy, like, a bunch of meat and cheese and bread, and you can make your own lunch, brown bag it. And brown bag lunch saves significant money because when I went from spending 11 to $13 a day every day at lunch and I went to brown bagging, I couldn't believe the money I spent. Uh, cut out your eating out. I know this is a show that celebrates the restaurant industry, uh, but if you're on a budget and times are tough, you're going to have to cut out eating out. Uh, you know, you can make several 
sandwiches with the $9 you're paying for that one sandwich. So you can go to the supermarket and you make several sandwiches for the price of one sandwich. So try to cut back eating out if you're on a budget. Uh, we encourage everyone to support our friends in the restaurant industry. But if you need to save money, uh, you might want to cut back at least one day a month. You know, uh, to uh, to get to save some money. Do routine checkups to prevent expensive health costs. I'll give you an example. I denied my teeth for years. Never went and got them looked at or nothing. And then all of a sudden, I had a uh, $2,000 bill because I neglected my teeth. So you want to do routine checkups? If you get it's kind of like a car. If you get your uh, health health checked up regularly, you will avoid future health care costs. Uh, so just do regular checkups as often as you can, because if you deny any part of your body for many years, you're actually going to spend more than the cost of those regular checkups. Try to use generic prescriptions. I I know there's a lot of ailments where the doctor will give you a prescription for uh, the name brand that you can save a lot of money. So just say to your doctor, say, hey, look, I don't have the money to spend on, you know, the real stuff, the name brand. Can you please give me a generic prescription? And most doctors will do that. So when you're getting a prescription for a new uh, medicine, try to say, hey, look, I can't afford anything expensive. Can you give me the generic brand? And most doctors will comply, no problem. Also, for your prescriptions, same thing. Shop around. Look around at different uh, prescriptions as far as cost. And if you put the time in and the effort, you can save money. Uh, same thing with uh, medicine. Say you have, you know, headaches issues and you buy, you know, the name brand all the time. Get the uh, get the store brand and say, hey, look, I'm on a budget. I can't afford the name brand. Uh, let me get the store brand. We just did an episode. Uh, and there are a lot of store brands that are being made by the name brand. So just. Pick the store brand uh, as far as medicine, and you'll save some money. Homeowner's insurance. Make sure you comparison shop for that. There's plenty of websites that you can go, and that will actually break down uh, the insurance companies and the costs for you. So when you're shopping for anything, really, but homeowner's insurance, you can actually comparison shop and find a nice, uh, you know, a nice home insurance deal. Same thing with your mortgage. Make sure you refinance your mortgage. Uh, there's a lot of better rates that you can get if you look into refinancing. Always monitor your home energy use, and this applies to me right now. For some bizarre reason, my electric bill is 30% higher than a uh, than it normally is. So I'm actually right now evaluating 
my energy costs at home. What am I doing that made that bill go up 30%? And if you do that, you'll find out that you're going to actually save money. Say that you didn't realize you left the garage light on. You know, stuff like that happens, and that adds up to uh, that adds to your bill. So always look at your energy savings or your energy costs. My bill this month, uh, coincidentally, is up 30%. So right now I am evaluating what is in my everyday routine uh, that is making those energy costs go up. Electric bill is a prime example. Look at your, your heating bill. If they're up dramatically like mine is currently, 30%, evaluate what you're doing. A lot of people leave the garage light on uh, or something like that that they didn't realize, and it'll help save on your bill. So look at that home energy cost and try to uh, examine it to see why it is up so high. Here's a great tip, and I know I people get annoyed at me because every time I do these shows because I don't have co-hosts uh, on these shows because I'm doing this from my living room. And they get annoyed because I keep saying, here's a great tip. Oh, here's a great, oh, what a wonderful tip. Here's something interesting, but this is a, a good tip. Weatherproof your home. Uh, I live in an apartment building. I had someone come in and put weatherproofing over my windows, and my bill went down significantly. My heating bill uh, went down significantly. So weatherproof your home. If you weatherproof your home, you're actually going to save a lot of money. So make sure you look into that. I, Like I said, I had someone come into my apartment building. I live in an apartment building, and I had them weatherproof my home by putting uh, – stuff over my windows, plastic, and the heating bill went down dramatically. Also, you can close your blinds in the summer, and that'll prevent the heat from coming in. That might save you some money on your air conditioner. Uh, But if you close your blinds in the summertime, it'll keep a lot of that heat out of your house. All right, once again, this is a very special edition of Dining on a Dime. Uh, if you go to Wildfire Podcasts with an S dot com, uh, you'll see that we have shows teaching you how to save money at supermarkets. We have shows that give you tips on how to save money at restaurants. So I said, look, I want to give people uh, tips on how to save money in your everyday life. And that is what this hour is about. Uh, This entire hour has 80 tips, and we're probably going to go over the hour so I can get all the tips in. But this entire hour gives you 80 tips on how to save money in your everyday life, uh, non-food related. So let's continue. My next tip is to monitor your water use. A lot of people waste water. And the best way to do that is if you're shaving Get a, bu- uh, get a bowl and fill the bowl with water and use that. A lot of people waste a lot of water shaving. They let the water run down the drain. And if you fill that uh, water in a bucket, it's actually going to save you on your water cost. So instead of shaving and letting the water go down the drain, just fill a, uh, fill a bowl of water and shave from that bowl.
And a lot of people, like I said, if you want to cut your water bill, uh, that's a great way to do it. So when you're shaving, just put a bowl in the sink and fill it with water. Try to cut down on your laundry detergent. Laundry detergent, if you buy the name brand, is pretty expensive. Uh, There's several ways to cut down on laundry detergent. A lot of people really throw a lot of laundry detergent into the washing machine. Several ways that you can cut back on your laundry detergent use. Uh, I actually go to the Econobuy place and I buy the Econobuy laundry detergent. But there are a lot of people that buy name brands and spend a lot of money. Look around your house and you can find a lot of stuff around your house that can substitute for expensive items. Uh, If you just look around your house before you pay a ton of money, uh, look around your house and you might be able to substitute something uh, for those items. Try to lower the temperature on your water heater. If you have a water heater and it's cranked all the way up, try to lower that temperature, and that'll save you money. Uh, A lot of people don't look at the water temperature on their water heater. Uh, They don't look at the temperature. If you examine the temperature on your water heater and you uh, reduce it, you can save significantly uh, significant money. Another thing, uh, there's a lot of people that spend a ton of money on paper towels. Uh, Do you really need to pay for paper towels that you're just going to wipe up something and throw away when a simple rag can do the job? So you got to think about that. A lot of people are spending a ton of money on paper towel use. If you get a rag, it'll usually uh, uh, solve that problem. Same thing with car insurance. Basically, the tip we're giving on homeowners insurance and basically the tip we give for all insurance, there are so many options, especially car insurance, that it makes no sense for anyone to just go with the first thing they see. You can plenty of options around for homeowners insurance, car insurance, etc., that it makes no sense to go with the first thing you see. Shop around for your insurances. Also, shop around for airfare. I'll give you an example. Back in the back in the day, as they say, I used to vacation a lot, and I used to go with the first airline I saw until I realized that if you shop around for airfare, you can save significant money. Uh you'd be surprised. So don't go with the first airfare you find or don't go don't go with the first the, the one airline, you know, if you shop around for airfare, you can uh you can save some money. I think the easiest way to cut down on your monthly budgets is to live without cable. Cut the cord as they say. Cable is nice cuz it gives you entertainment options. Uh but Do you need 700,000 channels when you only watch five? I mean, a lot of people, in my life, I watch YouTube 80% of my day. So 80% of my day is watching YouTube, uh, you know, old uh, shows on YouTube, etc. You know, I think to myself, do I really need to pay $100 for cable 
when all I'm doing is watching YouTube and I have a state-of-the-art laptop, I can watch YouTube on the laptop. So look at your cable bill if it's outrageous. I went an entire two years without watching TV at all. Uh, and it really didn't affect me whatsoever. So I went I went two years of my life where I said, you know what, I'm not going to watch TV at all. And it really didn't affect me. It, it didn't devastate me. It, it actually worked out pretty good. Also, there's a lot of times when you need a, a piece of equipment, like a hedge trimmer or whatever for the guard. There's a lot of stuff that you need in your everyday life that you really don't need to buy. Simply ask a neighbor if they have one. Lawn, I'll just give a lawnmower as an example. Obviously, most people need lawnmowers. But if you can borrow it, uh, why buy it? So ask your neighbors uh, for stuff that you only need once in a while. I, I, I actually had an entire two-year period where I was borrowing a vacuum. Because I would have, uh, you know, I would clean really hard once a month. So I was like, I, I'm only really uh, working hard on cleaning once a month, you know, because I live alone, so it's not necessary. And I said, instead of buying a vacuum, why don't I just borrow it? And I had a neighbor that would lend me his vacuum, and it, it worked out fine. So there's a lot of stuff that you can borrow instead of buy. Cell phone bills are the number one thing that people overspend on. There's a lot of options in the cell phone industry. Examine your bill. A lot of th I was getting charged seven dollars a month, and I didn't even realize it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on your cell phone bill that you can cut out. Uh, look at your cell phone bill. Do an audit of your cell phone bill, and you will find out. You would be very surprised as to how much money you're gonna, you can save. This is a great tip, and I know I promised I wouldn't keep saying this is a great tip, but it is unbelievable to me how much money someone can save simply by doing everything yourself. If you have kids and they're teenagers, try to teach them to work on cars. You'd be shocked as to how much money it costs to do simple things that you can do yourself if you were taught. Uh, I would give the number one piece of advice to anyone with a, with a child. I would say, look, start that kid early on learning how to fix things themselves because, you know, if you're not handy, it will cost you a fortune. Uh, cars, learn how to change your own oil, etc. You're going to save a ton of money. Same thing with repairs around the house. You know, if you're handy with your hands and you can fix things and you can do things, you're going to save a ton of money uh, throughout your lifetime. So try to uh, learn how to work on cars, uh, learn how to work on repairs around the house, and you're going to save a boatload of money. So that, And if you have children, I would try to teach them early how to fix things, how to, uh, you know, how to uh, work on cars, etc. And you would be shocked as to how much uh, money you'll spend or you'll save.
Same thing with vacation. If you're on a budget, why would you pay for a vacation? There are a lot of people that do that. There are a lot of people that will go on vacation just because the word is called vacation. Uh, I think they call it staycation. There's really no reason at all for anyone to spend an elaborate amount of money on vacation. You can stay home and just explore your city uh, and make that your vacation. It's really not necessary for anyone to spend a boatload of money, especially if you're on a tight budget. This show is meant for people that are on budgets. There's really no reason to pay money for a vacation if you don't have it. So I would start utilizing the staycation. Stay home for vacation. Also, here, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of talented people out there. Why waste your talent? I know plenty of people that sell, uh, you know, they work in a factory, but they're amazing painters. Why not sell your skills? Does It doesn't hurt. You're not going to lose anything. So I know people, I know a woman that works at a factory all day. She comes home and paints, and she is the best painter you'll ever see. Why not try to sell it? Uh, a lot of people do knitting or whatever, and they're very talented at it. Look at your talents and try to sell your services. Uh, it's not it's not going to hurt, and it'll only make you money. A lot. Of, uh, this woman has incredible paintings just laying in her home because she never thought to sell them. So if you have a talent and you do stuff, try to sell your talent. Try to make some money from it. Uh, stop collecting things and start selling things. A lot of people keep buying stuff. Say you're into uh, pro wrestling action figures at your hobby. You collect them or whatever. Try to make some money by selling them. Uh, there's a lot of people that will buy a lot of things. Uh, so instead of being a a collector, try to be a seller. Uh, so, and you'll be surprised. Uh, there's a, I think it's the Hess trucks. I know someone that collects them. And they've collected Hess trucks for many, many years. You know, maybe save some money on buying the Hess truck and uh, start trying to sell those. Um, sign up for as many free customer rewards as you can. Uh, I'm going to give coffee. Uh, coffee, there's a lot of places that will give you your seventh cup of coffee for free. So if you're buying coffee every day anyway, why not go to the spot that's going to give you a seventh cup of coffee for free? Uh, so stuff like that. Try to utilize those. Same thing with watching movies. I think the theater now is over 10 bucks a person. Yeah, you can get a lot. There's a lot of good movies you can watch from home. Uh, so I don't understand the whole I need to spend $10 or whatever it is, to go out and watch a movie when there are literally hundreds, if not millions, of movies already available. There might be a movie made 10 years ago that you think is great. It might be better than the movie that just came out. 
You know, so instead of going to the movies, just watch movies at home. A lot of times your jeans rip. A lot of people just run out and buy a new pair of jeans. Why not try to fix those jeans? Uh, you can repair clothing, uh, or you'll, you might have a neighbor that does it. So uh, repair the clothing instead of buying new ones. Uh, same thing, uh, once again, another tip that we gave earlier, but, you know, there are so many people spending an enormous amount of money on kids' birthday parties. Why not have a small get-together at your home and just ask people to bring uh, donate to a college fund? There is no reason to rent out a $2,000 haul for a five-year-old. Uh, he's not going to remember, or she is not going to remember anyway. So when it comes to your kids' birthday parties, why not just have a home gathering and just send out invites saying, hey, look, uh, we would like you to donate to a college fund. And that will help the child much more than uh, any gift that is probably going to break, a toy that's going to break in two weeks anyway. Once again, this is a very special edition of Dining on a Dime. Uh, if you go to wildfirepodcast with an S dot com, you will see that we covered best ways to save at a supermarket. We have an entire hour teaching you how to save at restaurants. So today I said, you know what? Let's do an, an, hour, an entire hour show on how to save money in your everyday life. Why not? We're a food show, we're hardcore foodies, but why not have a show on the platform that'll help people in their everyday life save money? So this is a non-food tips on how to save in your everyday life. I did this on purpose because we already have a show that teaches you how to save money at the supermarket. We have a show that teaches you how to save money at restaurants. So I said, you know what, why not cover the whole gamut? Uh, and do a show that teaches you how to save money in your everyday life. Uh, that way, when people go to our platform, uh, there's money-saving tips for every single uh, place. Uh, I'm going to save the promos till the end of the show, so let's keep going. Utilize yard sales. Uh, there's a lot of yard sales that are every week, every Saturday. Uh, almost every neighborhood has a yard sale. Why not, uh, you know, take advantage of those? I saw an appliance product that was on that was in the store for almost a hundred bucks. I saw it at a yard sale for like twenty. Uh, you can save a lot of money at yard sales. Most of those uh, nice people are there every Saturday. They might be in the park every Saturday or whatever. They might have it in their front yard. They're not trying to rip you off. Uh, most of the time, everything works. If it doesn't work, you know where they live. <laughs> Install a programmable thermostat, and that'll help you. Uh, for instance, my thermostat, uh, when in the in the summertime, it can uh, keep it at a certain temperature, and that'll save you money instead of being random. Try to buy your appliances. Uh, high quality, so they last. I'll give an example. I bought a $50 microwave, and sure enough, it went dead a year later. 
sometimes you need to spend a little bit more money to save money. And the microwave is a perfect example. I tried to go cheap. I think it was $35. And it ended up uh, dying about a year later. So, you know, uh, there's no re- it Sometimes it's better to pay a little bit more for quality. Uh, and a microwave is a perfect example of how it is actually more beneficial to you to spend a little bit more money uh, like I said, I spent 35 bucks, and the thing died a year later. Why not make your own gifts uh, if, you ha- if you are married? Is it really necessary to spend money on your spouse? Why not make a gift for them? It'll mean a lot more. Uh, there's no reason to spend a ton of money on gifts if you know how to make things and you can make your own gifts. Wholesale clubs. So many people are paying the money for the wholesale club, and they might go there once every couple months. Examine your wholesale club membership. If you're not using it, just cancel it. Uh, A lot of times, I'll give you an example. Now, this is me. I know a lot of people out there are going to say, well, I, I like to have new things. I like to have nice things. I'll tell you what, when I go shopping for clothes, I go to the thrift store. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, A lot of times when I buy appliances, there are used appliance places, or I'll go on a website and say, hey, look, I I need this product. If I can save some money buying it used, why not? You know what I mean? Uh, Refurbished. You can save money buying that way. Uh, You know, unless it's a very important product, you can get a lot of stuff used. Also, why not make your gifts a gift of labor? Okay, Mary and Joe are celebrating an anniversary. They're having a party. Why spend money on their anniversary when you can say, Hey, Mary and Joe, I know you have five children. How about your kids hang out with my kids and we'll give you guys a night out? So give gifts of labor instead of money. Uh You know, like I said, a lot of people, there's a lot of uh, gift-giving situations where you can offer your services. Hey, I'll mow your lawn. How about I give you, I'll mow your lawn for the next three months. You can give gifts of labor instead of paying money. I know this is going to (laughs) sound, this is going to sound funny, but why not celebrate your holidays after the holiday. It might sound bizarre, but hey, look, after the holiday, that candy goes on sale 50% off. After the holiday, those nice cheese uh, gift sets are 50% off. Why not go to your spouse or your friend or whoever you're living with and say, why don't we make a deal and we'll celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Why not celebrate a week later? And save yourself some money. Uh, I know it sounds, you know, it sounds, you know, unusual. But actually, if it's your friend that you're living with, your roommate, your wife, your husband, or whoever, you know, you celebrate the holiday a week later, you're actually saving money on shopping. 
So, uh, you know, it sounds weird, but it's actually smart. Uh, try to, when you buy a car, make sure you look at the f- fuel efficiency. You know, if you, the fuel efficiency on your car is no good, you're going to spend a ton of money on gas. So look, when you're looking at a car, always calculate the fuel efficiency. Uh, here's something, I'll tell you what, here's something that worked out for a friend of mine. It was him and his wife, and he has three bedrooms. He's like, Kevin, we don't even walk into that one bedroom. I said to him, I said, well, why don't you rent it out? He said, well, I feel funny about it, that, that, that. He ended up taking in a foreign student, making money, good money, uh, from the program, you know, uh, for the uh, out-of-the-country students that come in and go to school. And he ended up making great money, and he said, I don't even see this guy. He's always at school, or he's always at the library. And he ended up making money from a room that he he never went into. So rent out an unused room in your home. There are a lot of programs for students from other countries. Uh, they'll pay you to actually host a student from another country. You can do stuff like that if you feel funny. A lot of guys, or a lot of men and women, know people uh, who, you know, who rent out, uh, who need uh, need to rent a room. So it might be a friend of yours you've known for 40 years. They need to rent out a room. Ask around. You might have a friend that needs a room. Uh Always, when you're looking to move, I live in apartments. I love living in apartments because I have no skills uh, for handy. Uh, I have no handyman skills. So I've been renting apartments my whole life. Uh, Make sure you look at that rent price uh, before you rent the apartment. So you got to keep in mind you're going to be paying that price every month. A lot of people rent apartments because of the amenities. Uh, Keep in mind, you're going to be paying that every single month. So the first and foremost thing you should look at when you're renting an apartment and you're going to move, look at the rent price because you're going to have to pay that every month. Uh, I had that happen to me a couple years ago. I moved up to a $900 a month apartment. Reality sent in two years later, and I realized I can't afford a $900 a month apartment, so I moved, and I'm a much happier person. Uh, But look at the rent price when you are looking to move to another apartment. Always look at the price first. Take public transportation. Here's what happened to me. Uh, I guess it was 12 years ago. Uh, somebody stole my identity, and they uh, they totaled up like $70,000 in traffic tickets or something, and they did it under my name, and there was a law in my state that said you have to pay uh, that uh, those tickets before they can renew your driver's license. So like 12 years ago, they terminated my license. What that did was that made me have to take the bus. I had no other choice. So I started taking the bus, and now I have the option because that matter was cleared up. I have a state ID. I have no problem with it. 
Never had a problem with the state ID. I'm happy with the state ID. I'm very happy taking the bus each day. I actually network on the bus. I promote the podcasts and stuff like that. You'll be surprised. A lot of people get into the groove where they're always driving. And they never thought about the fact that they can save a ton of money by taking public transportation. I had a job where they sent me to a different location every single day, and I had no. They were amazed that I was able to get to all the locations. So, you, a lot of times you're in the groove like I was 12 years ago, and you're in the groove where you're always driving, and you never think about the alternative. Uh, somebody stole my identity. They they terminated my driver's license, and that turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. That matter is cleared up, and I still have a state ID. I love, I have no problem, I have no interest in getting my driver's license. Cut your own hair. That's right, cut your own hair. Uh, You'd be surprised at how much money you can save. Uh, There's a lot of uh, tools that you can use that will allow you to cut your own hair. Cut your own hair. If you're working at a far location and there are people in your area that work in that same location, instead of spending the money on gas to get there, start a carpool. Someone told me one time when I gave this tip, they were like, how do you know who's working where? I said, well, if you network and you start talking to people, you might find people that travel an hour to the same location you are. And just set up a carpool. And sure enough, they asked around and they did find three other people that commute from their area to an hour away where they work. And they ended up getting a carpool and it worked out great. Same thing with your road trips. If you guys are taking uh, your, your children to the amusement parks, just pack the food for the road trip. Say you're traveling you know, to another state to uh, to go to an amusement park or a festival or something, pack food for the road trip. That way you don't have to pull over and spend a ton of money at restaurants on your way. Just pack your own food for that road trip. Same thing with razors. There's a lot of throwaway razors. I just bought one that are five blades. They do the same job as those razors that you're paying a ton of money for. Um, doesn't hurt. Uh, a lot of banks charge a ton of fees. It doesn't hurt you to ask to see if those fees can be waived. I used to get charged $7 a month just to bank at my bank. And I said, look, is there any way I can have that fee waived? Because, you know, $7 doesn't sound like a lot, but if you add it up over 12 months, it is. You'd be surprised a lot of times if you ask for fees to be waived, they will waive the fee. So don't forget to do that. Uh, You know, and you might find it, uh, you might be surprised that they'll waive the fees. All right, here is the last tip, and then we're going to go into uh, three minutes of promos. So here is my final tip. Feel free to shut the podcast off because the next three minutes after this tip is going to be promotions. If you enjoyed the show, 
Stick around for the promotions. I'm going to teach you every way that you can find our show. When you work for a new company, make sure that you examine all the benefits they have to offer. Uh, A lot of times companies offer benefits that people don't look into and they don't realize for like a year later. I'm going to give a small example. I worked at a hotel. Uh, That hotel was offering a friends and family discount, and it would give employee discounts of $40 a night at any hotel that they owned. I didn't find out about that benefit till I was at the job for a year. So always make sure before you take a job that you examine the benefits that that job offers. I'm just giving the hotel as an example because a lot of these tips I give and people are like that has nothing to do with me. So I try to give examples. I worked at a hotel and I didn't know till a year later that the employee discount was $40 at any property they own. And they also had a friends and family discount. And I had no idea until I was at that hotel for a year. So when you take on a new job, make sure you find out all the benefits that that job has to offer. All right, everyone, I'm glad, I hope you enjoyed that show. Our, our purpose of our show is to teach you how to save money. Uh, we have, if you go to Wildfire Podcast with an S or go to Google. And put in Dining on a Dime podcast. Uh, We already have a show that teaches you how to save money at the supermarket. We have a show that teaches you how to save money at restaurants. That's a fantastic show. We got nothing but rave reviews for that show. Uh, We have tips on how to save money in your everyday life. So this show was done on purpose. Because uh, we covered every gamut in the food world on how to save money. So I said, why not Why not teach people how to save money every day? And that was the purpose of this show. Uh, we just started a new show called Learn About World Cuisine. And I want to explain that show. Uh, that show takes a different country each week. And what we do is we examine the country and we examine the cuisine. So what I do is, I, t- for instance, we just did Italy. I gave you fascinating facts about Italy itself. And I also gave you fascinating facts about Italian cuisine. Then I have a co-host, Peter DeFeo. Uh, you might know him from the acting world. He's done over 100 movies. Peter's also a world traveler. So what Peter does is Peter will give you his real-life experience. And if you go and you uh, Google Learn About World Cuisine podcast, you always have to put podcast at the end. You're going to love the Italy show. We've done Italy. We've done Greece. But the Italy show, we are getting rave reviews for. Uh, We took Italy itself. We gave you fascinating facts about Italy, but we also did Italian cuisine. And Peter did a fantastic job talking about his real-life experience in Italy. Uh, So the show is called Learn About World Cuisine. It's a spinoff of Dining on a Dime. And uh, we teach you about different countries and different cuisines. And we're about to do a show about... uh, We did a show about Greece. We examined Greece. We gave you fascinating facts. We talked about Greek food. And then Peter 
gave you his real-life experience in Greece. So if you enjoy learning and having fun at the same time, go to Google. Learn about World Cuisine Podcast. Always put podcast, and uh, you'll be you'll love that show. Uh, that's a spinoff of our current show, Dining on a Dime. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, once again, if you want to hear the other shows that we taught you how to save money, uh, simply go to Google, put in Dining on a Dime podcast, or simply go to wildfirepodcastwithans.com and look up Dining on a Dime. We have shows on the platform that teach you how to save money in each and everything that you can think of. And I'm, I hope you enjoyed this hour. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this was a special edition done from my living room. And be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. Leave us a review. We're very happy with the reviews we have. Uh, the reviews for our show have been nothing but five-star. Uh, so be sure to leave us a review, like, subscribe, and review to our podcast on all podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. We, we need to increase those Spotify listeners. So if you're listening to this now and you are a member of Spotify, uh, look up our show and you can listen to the show on Spotify. Thank you for joining us. Keep in mind, uh, we will return next Sunday. So every Sunday, I want you to wake up and check your podcast platform for Dining on a Dime. There's going to be a new show each and every week. Thank you for joining me.